They say for some that public speaking is feared more than the fear of death itself. Are you one of those people? Are you someone who really, really, really hates public speaking? You get so nervous that actually you would prefer for the earth to just swallow you whole. Well, in this very special extended podcast where I delivered a lockdown Facebook Live talking about my three top tips for calming your nerves, you'll discover how even the most nervous of speakers can actually calm your nerves so you can present with confidence. The ability to speak with confidence and present for impact is easily the most valuable skill you can have in today's world. When you can share your knowledge, you can facilitate change. And when you can facilitate change, well, you can change the world one conversation at a time. But most people think they can't speak articulately, confidently or with impact. They get choked up by nerves, they lose their words, or that dreaded imposter syndrome shuts them down. Well, I'm happy to say that speaking is a skill that anyone can learn, yes, even you, and that's exactly what this podcast is all about. My name is Kat Matson, and welcome to Speaking with Confidence. Well, hello, and welcome to Monday, and welcome to what I'm now calling uh, the lockdown lunchtime live. Yes, a, lockta- a lockdown lunchtime live because when we get lockdown lemons, what else can we do but make lockdown lemonade? And I've been thinking about doing another series of Facebook Lives for a while now and now that I'm at home and I have all of my gear here and it's easy to, for me to just jump on at lunchtime, here I am. So, hi. I'm Kat, though you know that because you're following me on one of my social media streams. And today I'm going to talk for the next half hour or so about how to calm your nerves. Because my theory is this, if you can calm your nerves when it comes to public speaking, then you can probably overcome your fear of public speaking once and for all. So if you're watching live, and I can see that there are some, please make sure you log in via StreamYard. There is a link below this video so I can see your comments in the chat. And please say hello. Let me know that you're here. Let me know that you're watching. And of course, ask any questions because that is the joy of a live. But you might have already seen this particular um, resource that I have which is the 15 game-changing tips for confident and impactful presentations. I'll just make that a bit bigger. And so this ebook that I um, rejuged a couple of weeks ago actually and popped up on my website literally contains 15 game-changing tips for confident and impactful presentations. And I thought what I would do in these lockdown lunchtime lives though tomorrow's not going to be lunchtime. But what I thought I'd do is actually go a little bit deeper into some of the tips that I outline in this book. I'll post the link for this one a little bit later on if you don't already have it. So what gets in the way for people when it comes to public speaking? Well, really, for some, I've heard 
that speaking in public is actually a fear greater than death itself. Now, as a professional, I'm sure you've probably overcome that fear a little bit and perhaps you probably don't fear it quite that much. But I know for a lot of people, public speaking is something that absolutely, it sends them into a a sheer panic, a, a set of nerves that are inexplicable, that are unovercomable. And not only does it create that sense of nervousness, which makes it really hard to speak with impact, but it actually has you start doubting your own abilities, right? Because if you can't articulate what you know, then you start to doubt that you know it, right? So for me, these three tips that I'm about to share with you are critical in not only presenting your information better and presenting it with impact, but it's actually a key to overcoming that awful imposter syndrome. So a really good example of this kind of person that I'm thinking about is Nicole. Now, Nicole is in my current cohort of Impactful Presenters, and she joined the program because she just received a promotion and she was now looking after an innovation hub in regional Queensland. And she needed to speak a lot, particularly now in front of authority figures and peers. And she said that actually became her kryptonite. It wasn't so much talking to people who she didn't, um, that weren't on the same level as her, but now having to present herself to people who sit on the same organisational level or up was her kryptonite. And she said basically for her, she'd get so nervous that her mind would go blank, she'd lose her head, she'd waffle and then speak really fast, which in turn had her forget all of the really cool things that she wanted to say, which would make her sound smart and intelligent and articulate. Articulate. Does that sound familiar to anyone? So Nicole was concerned that these kind of nerves and this inability to present to a group full of pe- to a room full of people was a career staller. That would actually prevent her from progressing any further in her career, which is why she joined the Impactful Presenters Program. But most importantly, she knew that she needed to overcome these nerves when it comes to public speaking. So let's dig into my top three tips. My first one, and you're probably going to get really frustrated because at first take it sounds really simple but that's because it is. My first tip is to breathe. Now, when we get nervous, we all know what our body's response is. We start panicking, we go into a flight or fight kind of reaction. And so we start breathing really shallowly. And when we start breathing that that fast and shallow pace, then we actually are telling our bodies that we are under threat and that we are in a flight or fight situation, which just perpetuates the nerves and perpetuates the fears and perpetuates the anxiety. So pause, breathe, breathe really deeply and use whatever mindfulness technique you use to just get present to reality. Reality number one is your life is not at risk when you are public speaking. The earth, 
perhaps despite your best wishes, is not about to open you up and swallow your whole, you whole. You are not in physical danger when speaking. That's the first thing. The second thing is start connecting in with why it is that you're presenting, why it is that you're speaking in this particular context. How can you be of the greatest service to your audience? So step out of your need to be seen as smart, as intelligent, as knowing, as having all of the answers. Move out of that and instead step into a place of service. Now, this notion, this stepping into that place of service, I've actually found really helps to calm the nerves because it's no longer about you. And in fact, most change makers, professionals and entrepreneurs that I know who are looking to improve their skills in public speaking want to do it because they want to spread their message. They want to help more people. And when helping comes naturally to us, then getting clear on how you help people right here, right now takes the pressure off you. So tip number one is breathe. Breathe into the service that you're bringing. Breathe into the outcomes that you're wanting to bring to your audience and breathe into you're okay. (laughs) You really are okay. Nothing bad is going to happen. In fact, just on that, on that whole notion of nothing bad is going to happen, One of the things that often happens when we're in that panic kind of mindset is the mind starts conjuring up all of the worst possible scenarios. What is the worst possible scenario for you if you stuff it up in a speaking context? If you really really balls it up, you lose your words, you waffle, what's the worst that's going to happen? Really, what's the worst? Nine times out of ten, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to look human. Nine times out of ten, the worst that's going to happen is you're going to be a little bit embarrassed. And I don't know about you, I've had plenty of experiences in my lifetime where I've been embarrassed and things have still been okay. Once you get present to that worst case scenario, then you can kind of have a bit of a chuckle at yourself and go, you know what, that's not so bad. I think I can cope. So tip number one, breathe. Breathe deeply into reality. Breathe deeply into your outcome and breathe deeply into being of service to your audience rather than focusing on you. Now my second tip is probably one of my favourites and It is actually pretty simple and people can make it complicated because that's what human beings do, but we're going to keep it simple right now. My second tip is to have a standard start. Now, if you've been driving for more than, I don't know, a year, I'm going to guess that you don't get nervous driving anymore. The reason you don't get nervous driving anymore is because you have a routine. You get in the car, you put on your seatbelt, you check the mirrors, you plug in your favourite playlist, whatever it is, there is, a, there is an unconscious routine that happens when you get in the car. 
And when you have that unconscious routine, there's there's a level of familiarity. There's a level of there's a level of I've got this. I've been here before. I know what I'm doing, and I know how to be safe in a car. So this notion of a standard start when it become when it comes to public speaking does the same thing. It gives your body a sense of familiarity, a sense of I know what I'm doing, and I've got this. And when you've got that sense of routine and familiarity as you're getting started in a presentation, well, it gives your body a chance to settle. It gives your mind a chance to settle before you launch into your content. Now, what would a standard start include? Well, your standard start is going to start with the thing that you know the best. It's going to start with your name. Now, I know this sounds ridiculous, but when you start with, hi, my name is Kat, you instantly reassure your anxious, panicking, nervous mind that you know something. Because, of course, what you're nervous about is that you're going to forget what you're going to say, right? Or you're nervous that you're going to stumble over your words or you're going to lose your mind, as Nicole says. But you should be able to get your name out. And then once you've got your name out, the second thing that is relatively easy for you to get out is what you do and why you do it. Now, in the context of a speaking presentation, chances are you have a clear message that you want to say and that that message is going to be similar every time. So, for example, I wear two very specific hats in the majority of my professional life. I have Impactful Presenters, which is a fantastic side hustle where I teach people how to speak and to present with impact. So what I do and why I do it in that context is really clear. I also have a day job where I'm a manager of economic and community development for Ipswich City Council, where I work to drive the economic and community outcomes of that community. Again, I know what I do and why I do it. So do you. You know who you are and what you do. And so when you incorporate this into what I call your earn the right as part of your standard start, then you can calm your mind and calm your body as you kick off any particular presentation. The second part of your earn the right, sorry, your third part of the earn the right after your name what you do and why you do it, is a story to illustrate. Now, if I was to give a very quick demonstration of an earn the right now for me in the context of impactful presenters, I would say something along the lines of, hi, I'm Kat and I'm the founder and lead facilitator of an online program called Impactful Presenters where I teach change makers, entrepreneurs and professionals just like you how to speak with confidence and present with impact. Because over my 25 years, I've discovered that public speaking and the ability even to just speak to small groups is probably the most powerful tool anyone can have. Because when you can speak, you can change minds. And when you can change minds, then you can lead change. But if people are nervous, if people don't feel like they can speak with confidence, and if imposter syndrome kicks in because they're nervous about speaking, then it's really hard to lead. And so for me, having spent 
all of the years that I have learning how to speak in front of audiences, learning how to moderate panels, MC events, I want to share that because the world needs more diverse voices. So that little intro, that little story that I know so well that it actually starts to become boring to me helps me as an earn the right settle. It helps me ground while my screaming, fearful, anxious, panicking mind is going on in the background. It actually goes, oh, no, she's got this. We've, we're under control. So your standard start, your standard start, my second tip, consists of that earn the right and it's familiar. And sure, you're going to customise it every different every time you use it. But because it's your story and it's familiar to you, it helps calm your nerves. Now, of course, that standard start, that earn the right, also has your audience understand why they should be listening to you right now. Why, why do you have something that they need to hear? Now, oftentimes, particularly in a professional context, they're listening to you because they've been told to indirectly. You know, you're the speaker at the meeting, you're the speaker at the conference, whatever the case may be. But that earn the right that you can tailor on a context by context or presentation by presentation basis really helps people click in and go, oh, yeah, yeah, Kat's got something to share for me here. I'm going to listen in. So that's my second tip. Have a standard start. My third tip, my third tip, and this actually when I think about it, this is probably one of the best prep preparation tips you can I can give you. Just typing it in here so I, you can see it. My third tip is prepare for questions. Now, before I explain how to do this, I'm going to explain why. When I ask people why they get so nervous about speaking, even though they are experts in their field, even though they are the person that people come to for insights and answers on their topic, when it comes to public speaking, what people get most worried about is what if I'm asked a question that I don't know the answer to? Well, what if indeed? But rather than sit there with that worry, with that concern, let's prepare for them. So when it comes to preparing for your presentation, the first and the best thing that you can do is actually prepare for all the questions that you think you might get asked. Now, this does two things. First of all, it actually helps you get into the mind of your audience, which takes you all the way back to that thing that I said at the very top about stepping into being of service for your audience. How do you best help them? Well, when you've prepared for their questions and you've asked yourself, what is it they might ask? You can prepare your presentation to answer their questions before they've even asked them. How cool is that? Now, There'll often be times when you need to prepare a presentation where the questions might not necessarily be, what's the word, positive or come from a place of curiosity. You know, I was watching the press um, conference this morning about the COVID update and the journos are asking tough questions. Now, 
I can bet my bottom dollar that every single person delivering that press conference this morning what is prepared for those questions. They preempted or they anticipated those questions. One, so they can pace them out during their presentation, but two, so they're really clear and congruent on their responses. The second reason why I want you to prepare for questions as a way of calming your nerves is because once you've seen on paper the questions that you anticipate you might get asked and the answers, you won't be so nervous about them. Now, the trick here is don't think that you need to memorise the answer word for word. You know the essence of the answer and you've been communicating for quite a few years now. So when you're asked the question, you can answer from a place of authenticity, from a place of genuine response. You don't need to memorise the perfect, clever um smart response but once you've seen that you've got answers to the questions that you think you might be asked then that's going to go a long 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 way long way to calming your nerves and then if you are asked a question that you don't know the answer to you can simply say oh good question I'll need to get back to you on that or oh good question anybody else got any ideas before I launch in can always buy some time. So my three tips, breathe. Breathe deeply into reality. Breathe deeply into your outcomes and breathe deeply into how do you be of most service to your audience. Two, have a standard start. Have a clear sense of your earn the right, who you are, what you do and why you do it, and a story to illustrate. And that then becomes quite literally your standard start that you use every time. And, in fact, regular viewers, regular followers of mine would have heard me tell variations of my story over and over again, and that's okay. And then three, prepare for questions. Now, I said before that I would give you the link to the ebook. Let me pop that into the comments right now. So the ebook is 15 game-changing tips to confident and impactful presentations. I will be going through tips four to six tomorrow afternoon, that's Tuesday, at 5 p.m. So that won't be a lockdown lunchtime live. It'll be a lockdown cocktail hour live. I might have a cocktail with me. Who knows? And given that the Brisbane lockdown has been um, extended now for a few more days, I'm going to pop up pretty much every day this week. So stay tuned on my social media channels. Wherever you're watching this is a pretty good place to start. Stay tuned on my social media channels to find out when I will be going live this week. Of course, if you sign up for the book, for the ebook, then you'll be getting emails as well. So that's another good way to stay in touch. Now, the other thing that I wanted to mention just before I wrap up is the next Impactful Presenters program launches at the end of this week. Now, I've changed the format and this year it's a 12-week masterclass. 
So if boosting your speaking game is on your 2021 goals, if boosting your speaking confidence and your ability to present is part of your professional development plan for the year, I highly, highly, highly encourage you to consider signing up. More details will be released as the week progresses and registrations will be open for one week only probably from Monday, depending on how soon I can get my sales page finished because <laughs> there's nothing like doing things on the fly. So to wrap all of that up, you are not alone. When you are nervous about public speaking, whether it's to a group of two or whether it's to a group of thousands, most people I come across tell me that the fear of public speaking is significant and in fact research would tell you that the fear of public speaking is greater than the fear of death itself. I think that's a terrible thing to fear because your ability to speak is easily one of the most powerful tools that you can have when you're leading change. So speaking is a, is a skill, it's not a talent and you can learn how to do it too and so just by calming your nerves you can start improving your speaking confidence. So breathe, be mindful to the fear and be mindful to reality. Have a standard start that you can use every single time and prepare for your questions. Anticipate the questions and then you'll feel far less nervous. Thank you, Sally, for joining in the conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, if you've got any questions, any questions, please drop them into the comments below. And if you haven't already got the ebook, then go ahead and do that now because there's another 12 tips in there. And I'm going to expand on each of those tips over the next few days. Wherever you are, if you're in lockdown or not, um, look after yourselves in these crazy times. I hope you're having a fabulous Monday and I will talk to you very, very, very soon. I'll catch you later. Bye.